Well, throughout this past week, I was trying to come up with some type of story or example from my life that involved farming or planting seeds, and 10 o'clock came last night, and I had to come to the conclusion, I've got nothing. I have no experience in farming whatsoever. So let's get right into this gospel. It's a very familiar one for us. It's a very easy one to comprehend, not the least of which reason being that Christ explains it for us. Right after he gives it, he explains the whole thing for us. This easy metaphor, the seed is the word of God. And there are the different types of soil, the path, the rocky ground, the thorns, and the rich soil. So a very common question that we might ask ourselves is, what type of soil am I? Am I that path? Am I the rocky soil? Am I the thorns? Or am I that rich soil that's able to bear fruit 30, 60, and 100 full? I think the main thing we can take from this gospel is that the disposition of the receiver of the word matters. The disposition of the receiver of the word matters. There's a philosophical axiom that says things are received according to the mode of the receiver. So you and I receive things or experience things in a human being way, and dogs and cats receive and experience things in a dog and cat way. So our disposition as human beings as we receive this word is profoundly important. Because if the word falls on deaf ears or encounters resistant hearts, it's not going to bear much fruit. So we see the importance of our disposition in receiving the Word of God, but not just with the Word of God. Our disposition is important when we receive the sacraments and most specifically, Holy Eucharist. Because the Eucharist, if you will, is that seed that nourishes the whole world and is called to produce fruit in us and to feed us. And just like receiving the Word of God, Receiving the Eucharist, or the fruitfulness of our reception of the Eucharist, depends upon our disposition. The Eucharist is fruitful to the degree that we are ready to receive it, to the degree that we are open, and to the degree that we are in union with God. What do we mean by this? Maybe a good example comes from the Old Testament, that manna coming down from heaven. We heard in the book of Exodus that the manna was suited for every taste. To those who were well disposed, the manna tasted good. But to those who were not well disposed, the manna did not taste so good. So the disposition of the Israelites affected the, or determined the effects of the manna. And that's the same with the Eucharist in our own hearts. Our disposition or the state of our souls determines the fruitfulness of the Eucharist in our lives. Now we have to make a caveat that the grace is always there. God doesn't just give us less or give us more depending on our disposition. Maybe a good way to describe this is it's like we're standing beneath a waterfall trying to get some of the water and we might bring a Dixie cup or we might bring a giant bucket. But the water is always still coming, it's always still there, it's what we bring to the table that determines the fruitfulness of the Eucharist. So again, that's just like the seed being planted in the gospel today. The future growth of that wheat is dependent upon the disposition, if you will, of the soil. So it's very important for us to be aware of our disposition and our state of soul as we come forward to receive Holy Eucharist. Because if our mind is elsewhere, 
If we're concentrating on what we have later on today or thinking of how else could the Cardinals possibly lose a game beyond the bullpen and their base running, if that's what's on our minds, then the Eucharist is not going to be as effective in our souls as what it could be. We need to give God good soil. We need to give him open hearts that are ready to receive his Eucharist fully disposed to him. And so it's very incumbent upon us, brothers and sisters, to receive Holy Communion worthily. Because yes, our disposition is important, but so is the state of our soul overall as well. Because the Eucharist cannot work in hearts that are openly opposed to God's graces or his laws. St. Paul reminds us in the New Testament, he says, Therefore, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord unworthily will be guilty of profaning the body and blood of the Lord. A person should examine himself and so eat the body and blood of the Lord. Those are very strong words from St. Paul, but they give us a very important truth. And that is that if we have grave sin on our souls without having first gone to confession, we should not receive. If we've fallen in purity, if, if we've lied, if we've stolen, or if we've found ourselves in situations or relationships that go against the church's teachings, we should not receive before first going to holy confession. And this extends to everyone, priests included. If I fall into mortal sin, I really shouldn't be offering mass, period. So it's very important for all of us to go to confession in order to receive Holy Communion worthily, to really fertilize the soil in our life. Confession is like fertilizer for our souls. It makes them fully disposed and fully open to Almighty God. So it's incumbent upon us to receive worthily, to be well disposed to receive the Holy Eucharist and to stay in a state of grace. And the church does this not to incriminate us, not to shame us, wag her finger, or project an image of holier than thou. The church does this out of love, to bring forth as much fruit as possible from the Holy Eucharist, to make the Eucharist truly fruitful in our lives. The church wants us to bear fruit, and she wants there to be growth in the world. The Eucharist was meant to nourish the world with grace, and it's meant to bear fruit. And the only way that can happen is if it's received worthily, with hearts open and fully disposed to what the Eucharist is going to give us. And the graces are always there for us. That's the beauty of it. It's up to us, really, to provide the soil, the fertile, rich soil of our souls, to give to Almighty God and to make that happen. So brothers and sisters, today let's pray that we can be well disposed to receive the Eucharist at this Holy Mass, and not just at this Holy Mass, but every Mass we ever attend. And let's receive worthily and devoutly this greatest of God's gifts, and be that fertile soil that bears fruit 30, 60, and 100-fold.